So I said, you know what? I'm going to do objectively what I should have done in the first place is I'm actually going to read it again. Read it like a book, though. Take the religious connotations out of it and actually interrogate what we know, what I was told, what my concepts and ideas were as a child, and actually look at it now. And then also try and, uh, try and match this up with the various other religions that I've looked at and also politics and also history. You know, um, looking at the table of nations, like who are these people in the table of nations and, and where, the, where does this relate to now? So yeah. I've, we've, we've yeah. both been on a journey, but we, we've, you know, and, and that's, again, we're we'll highlighting. off a little bit, I, I suppose, you know, but yes, I, I think we can understand, we, you know, it hasn't been too much of a branch off where we can both understand where each other's coming from, man. So, totally. and that's a key, man. I mean, when I'm a big history nerd, I've had Daniele Bolelli on my show. Uh, I don't know if you listened to it. We talked yes. a little bit about the Aztecs. Exactly. I had. Gerard Williams, who did, he was on Finding Hitler. Uh, great podcast, man. Mainstream folks and very smart, intelligent guys, man. And it, it's an, it was an honor, man, that, that I could have these discussions, man, and, and hold it down, man. I'm, I'm a kid from, from the ghetto, man, from, you know, from LA and shit. And here I'm talking to these world renowned folks, you know. But a, as I talk to them, because I'm, I'm huge in history, man, I, I love it's It fascinates me. And when as I read history, especially now, the context of disinformation, propaganda yes. and all that bullshit going on, I try to try to understand the context of why was was this written. I brought this up with Daniele Bolelli, man, that he he's been on Joe Rogan three times and I brought this up with with him. He's a world class, academically trained scholar, you can you can say. And I brought this up with him and I was curious as to what he was going to say. And he was on my side, man. I go, the problem with history, a lot of times, you only have the version of the winner. Winner, of course. Winner, winner, winner <laughs> writes history. And it's rare that you get to see the loser side. One of the rare instances is, you know, the history of the Mongols. Most of the history we get is from the people that got fucked up by them because they didn't write their own history. Indeed. So, but, you know, in most other cases, it's written by the, by the winner to, to, shine a good light but exactly. when you look at history it, you know in my opinion religion was a primitive way to understand life a primitive way of understanding science mm -hmm. why does the sun rise every day why <laughs> does this you know what i mean yeah and, have and, you listened did, did you have a chance to listen to the um the interview i did with micah dank he goes oh, into the. I need to check it out. Bro. Yeah, he out. he goes into the um the astrology elements of of the uh, the manuscript, the Old Testament and New Testament, yeah. and he's basically saying exactly what you said there, but in a lot more detail. That yeah. these were just anthropomorphical stories to show you when to harvest, when to you know, yeah, when to, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, and that's and this is my own observations you know just studying it all man this is why i this these were this gives you an insight as to why i believe the way i believe man it just it was a a primal way to try to gain knowledge and and like humans part of human nature unfortunately some of us humans are assholes some of mm -hmm. us are are cool man like we said at the very beginning when we were talking about other issues but i think it's just a, a natural 
side of us that some of us are cool, some of us are assholes. Well, early on, the assholes picked up on the fact that they could control masses through religion, yep. through governments. Mm-hmm. And you can see many, many examples of the two being intertwined very close at the hip. Uh, you know, Rome, people say Rome never, never disappeared. Nope. Um, it's taken other it's shape-shifted into other other entities if you will when you look at the catholic church man exactly uh you see the property estate it has on a worldwide basis man you're talking about trillions and trillions of dollars in real estate net worth and uh and i don't want mean to shit i i my parents are still devout catholics and i love them to death i just the organization itself uh, that i have a problem with that is it you hit the nail on the head i mean that they're so far away from what the what they're supposed to be it's it's unreal i mean why on earth have they've got multiple miles of of underground tunnels underneath the vatican with hidden treasures in regards to libraries of books and they and that's the thing that's the other thing with biblical scriptures you know when you look at a lot of people will shit on the catholic church and rightfully so at the same time the i you know who the reason you have the bible you have today is because of the catholic church you know so when when people shit on them but then defend the bible i'm like it's kind of in my view it's kind of hypocritical because the reason you have your scriptures because, and that's another reason why I don't buy into the scriptures. We don't know how much has been manipulated, how much has been omitted. Uh, the Bible was put together 300 years after the alleged uh, resurrection. 300 years is a long fucking time. So much fuckery could, could have gone on. You know what I'm saying? That's- so, and you're going to take this as, quote unquote as gospel you're gonna believe these conversations actually took place when for all you know all the things you read in the in the scriptures could is more plausible to me were put down by the romans to subjugate their jewish uh community to subjugate them you know what i'm saying uh propaganda pieces in other words uh so many so many examples in the scriptures lead me to believe this you know the evidence is there using the bible itself um they were just propaganda pieces to keep the jew the you know the jews in check keep them from rebelling you know what i'm saying i I have heard the arguments i have heard the arguments i'll I'll send you a video link as to why and it's dude it's a very conspiratorial leaning too um it's funny because they don't they pretty much make the thing look this look religion and government man it's propaganda <laughs> pieces bro throughout history man and yeah. it's compelling dude it's com- i'll send it to you uh actually if you any anyone listening want to see it it's called caesar's messiah oh yes yes you sent me that i've, I've watched that did you it's see a, it? it was a good piece it was a very good piece um what were your rebuttals to it man i i love that thing man there's another uh another uh, what's the name of this guy? He's got a playlist. He pretty much was able to construct that the the um, 
pretty much the gospels mm-hmm. were all ripoffs of uh, the Odyssey. And the case he puts forth, he breaks down the, the gospels, breaks down the timelines, and it's another one that'll make your jaw drop. Like, oh, shit, man. And to me, you couple Caesar's Messiah with this other guy's um, pieces, and the to me, it's just so compelling. You, there's no way around it. Overwhelming. Overwhelming, yeah, send, bro. Send me that one. I don't think I've, I've seen that one, so send me that one. I'll more, send definitely. it to you, bro. Yeah, and I'll definitely... Um... I'll, I'll I'll ingest it, I'll dissect it, and I'll give you my opinion about it most. And we'll do another damn podcast. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, just on, yeah, man, we could definitely do that, man, without uh, without that, senor. So, um, coming up in LA, what what were you jamming? What did you have in the tape player jamming? Oh man, I, I was jamming Mexican music, uh, Ramon Ayala, classic Mexican yes. music, and uh, Vicente Fernandez. All the classic Mexican greats, but at the same time, I was also jamming some Jodeci and all them R&B hits, my man. I love that shit, and I got it from, you know, my homies, you know, living up in the hood, man. We Mexicans call it El Barrio, and the brothers would call it the hood, man. So growing up in the barrio, man, that's that's how it was. You would hear one house jamming out some some Ramon Ayala, and you hear the other brothers jamming out some joe to see uh you know some some boys to men remember that shit yeah yeah all yeah. that stuff man so <laughs> and music is one of those things man it's just a product of what you're raised in you know yes. what i'm saying and it's universal as well music universal. is so universal if, it, yeah. if it's good it's good you don't know it's like oh like the first time i went to um to mexico yeah, and I was hearing the music. I was like, "Shit, I can't understand a word." Of, I, I can, sorry, not a word. I can pick up a little bit if the, if it's if it's Castile or Española, and I was yeah. picking up little bits and pieces. But it was just the the rhythm, the style of the music. I thought it was dope. It's different, man. It's 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 our own thing, man. And a lot of it is, especially Mexico, man. It's heavily the Aztec culture. You know, people are like, oh, it disappeared. No, it didn't. It just evolved, man. We we are the descendants of the indigenous populations and there was many of them man the, from the tarasco to the zacatecanos to the maya to the the tolteca yeah to to all the, i could sit here and name you hundreds of indigenous tribes mm. it was a you know sometimes i think if i could go back in time to a time and place and, and try to get the sounds the feel the vibe uh, of that era it would be to either go to, you know visit the maya when they were at their peak or the aztecs at the peak man go to a marketplace get the smells of the cooking food man you know what i'm saying uh the the people bartering for trade in the in the marketplaces uh man they would be such a surreal experience, man. But at the end of the day, we are the descendants, man, uh, of those great cultures, those great peoples that inhabited that. And, uh, and that's why Mexican food, Mexican food is probably 80% Aztec based. Yeah. You know, uh, sure. It has some Spanish influences, 
uh, and some other influences here and there. But for by and large, man, it's mostly that's the foundation of it. Yeah, it's Aztec, with, man. Yeah, that's with, why you you go to Spain, you go to Mexico. It's two different flavors of food, man. And mm. not to be a homer, man, but I think Mexican will top that shit any day of, of the year. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, it has its own signature, man. Of course. Its own spices. Yes. And, and, and it's regional, too. You go from one area of Mexico to a different, and you can say the same dish, and it's going to be hella different, man. Yes, the way um, it's prepared, the, the yep, ingredients yep. might be slightly different. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's, it, listen, that's the wonders of Central South America and the Caribbean. As you say, you can go and you, you, you'll ask for one, one certain particular dish, and depending on what region you are in that country or that city or that town, they're going to prepare it for you differently. It, it, it may be tasting beautiful, but it's always going to be that variation in there. Yeah. Yeah, 100%, man. And and I, I suppose that goes anywhere, man. Like even in the U.S., you're going to have your different accents, uh, different cookings and, and different cultures, man. And, and it's no different in Mexico. And, and I'm assuming anywhere else in the world, the same shit, regional. Yes. A lot of stuff is regional. Um, and again, evolution in, in another sense, Yes, you know, over, over the decades or even centuries of centuries, isolation, I would isolation. say centuries, as you say, initially when the population was a lot smaller, um, everyone was isolated apart from the, the more adventurous seafaring, um, types cultures. of, um, cultures exactly who yeah. would trade and go to lots of different places and, and, and grow in wealth and, and experience wealth as well. And then once the population started to get more denser and, you know, started to spread out more, you started to see that mixture of, of, of cultures taking place. And let me borrow that from, from that culture let me borrow that from that culture and let's let's do a little little gumball a melting sort. pot a world melting pot man you know what i'm saying definitely definitely and, you know it, i think it's beautiful we as a human species we get to learn from each other there's going to be good and bad at times but if we can take the beauty out of everyone's culture man it would be such a much better place man um if if we ever got to a point of in a true enlightenment true enlightenment where we can accept our differences as as cultures and peoples this planet would be in such a far off place man because we would then not only just care about us as brothers and sisters mm -hmm. but we would then turn in turn turn around and care about our actual environment yeah uh the other species that we are wiping out mm. um all these other things would be it would be a domino effect but however wheezy you know what it is uh, everyone i think every good person and maybe even indifferent person wants a similar kind of thing to what you said but what we've what we've been led into um, doing is allowing the powers that should have never have been to create corporations and yeah. governments and systems in place to stifle that, to create these divisions and these, oh, well, I'm from the, from America, you're from Canada now, you know, America's better than Canada and, you know, all of this stupid stuff. Teams, where it's, all these teams, yes. man. Yeah, 100%. And again, we, we touched on this at the very beginning, but it all goes to the these elites, if you will, 
you know, whether it's big oil, big tech, big pharma, big sugar, all these bigs, isms are the elites. When, when people in the conspiracy world say uh, they are trying to do this, they are trying to do that. In my mind, these are the they, you know, because sometimes people ask you, who's they? Who's they? Yeah. To me, the they is these elites that yep. make up these giant corporations who then shape up our way of living. And sure, there's pros and cons. One of the pros is, is the comforts that we get, technology, life made, quote unquote, easier. Yeah, but at the it, same time, it everything comes. Nothing in life is free. Exactly. And so there's a cost to this shit. What's yes. the cost to this? We are being controlled, mm-hmm. and we are being now. The censorship bullshit is creeping up. Oh, you can't talk about this. Uh, you can't talk about that. Or you know, we're gonna muzzle you up if you bring yeah. this. If you're a counter, if your opinion is counter to the mainstream narrative, we're gonna censor you. We're gonna kick you off this platform and that. We're going to shadow ban you. We're going yeah, to delete your ban videos. You. Mm. Everything, man. So the pros, yeah, comforts in life and uh, things of that nature. But the, the cons. So I and I've said this on my podcast and I don't know. And I hate to if you've heard me say it, man, I hate to say it. But if I if you haven't heard me say it, you know, sometimes living in this, quote unquote, first world. We'll look at someone, some indigenous cultures in somewhere in Africa, somewhere in Latin America, somewhere in Asia. And we see these indigenous cultures living simple lives. And then we're holding on the latest iPhone, the latest Android phone. And we're like, you know, maybe sometimes subconsciously, we're like, oh, man, it would suck to be there, you know, living with a loincloth. You know, you got to hunt your food and blah, 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 and all this shit. And we, we cast these judgments. And like I said, sometimes subconsciously, because we've been indoctrinated into thinking that we are superior than these people, yes. these primitive peoples. But this quote unquote primitive person, for all we know, could be a lot happier than this first world person because he ain't got to worry about taxes. He ain't yeah. got to worry about this being censored here and there. He just got to hunt his food feed his family and he's yeah. good man now he's chilling in the hammock mm-hmm. for several hours in the day and life is good man so who really is happy at the end of the day it, it, it's subjective isn't it and you as you see say, what i'm saying man there's a lot to that life sim- for me i i'm old school i've got a very i'm, I'm an old soul as people would say as people would say so yeah. I, I'm really into that shit, man. Homesteading and stuff. Like, if we, if I think yeah. we, we should all be given the opportunity to maybe, even if there's just carved out a half or a quarter of wherever you, what country or state you're in, and say, look, if you want to do your homestead thing, yeah, man, let's go. You can just go live up in that little section, you know, hunt your food and blah, blah, blah. We'll leave you alone. You know, if you want electricity, we can put that in there for you. Or you know, and the people who want to live in this technological way, they can they can still have these luxuries if they want. But they should give people an opportunity rather than them taxing them for fucking rainwater and shit, or making it illegal to catch rainwater. <laughs> like, what are we doing here, man? The, this is what I mean, man. And you know, I I have said this before, but I worked as a uh, as a garbage garbage man essentially. And I've gone to the landfills 
And I remember even as someone who was a garbage man, like using, I'm always a deep thinker, man. Even, even working as, as that. I'm like, what are we doing to this planet? Man? I know. I know. So much fucking garbage, unnecessary garbage. And so, you know, when people, you know, again, talking to indigenous cultures, even the Aztecs, like, oh, well, well, life is a lot better now, you know, when the, now that the, the Spanish came and, and took over it, life is, is it really better? <laughs> is it really better for the planet in general? No. Um, sometimes living simpler is better. Uh, we're going to have some inconveniences, yeah. but like you're talking about homesteading, man, there's, you're paying, you're sacrificing because you got to, you, you're going to put in a little bit more work. But at the end of the day, I'm sure you have, you probably have a little bit, your mind is a little more clear. Yes. You know what I'm saying? You're living off of the land and, and you know, if shit starts to hit the fan, you're going to be in a better situation than someone who doesn't know shit about gardening, mm -hmm. doesn't know shit about killing an animal. Yeah. Um, you're going to be in a better shape because you are already, uh, you know, gearing up, you're already in that thing. And I haven't gone, you know, as far as you have, but I've, I've taken my steps. I'm raising chickens. I get my fresh eggs every damn day. And, uh, you know, learning these basic things, man. Yes. Uh, what are you going to do? So I've said this too, you know, if, if some giant catastrophe were to happen, people that these quote unquote first nations would be the first to go because no one knows how to cook their own shit. This is it. No, no one knows how to, how to cultivate their own yields and all that shit. And someone living in the rainforest or living in, in the African Savannah or living somewhere in, you know, an, uh, Thailand jungle, they're probably going to go. If something were to happen, like oh shit that was an earthquake oh fuck that sucks but tomorrow like oh yeah life life didn't change life's not gonna skip a beat life goes on life goes on man and these people because the productions of of now you can't get your food at at the supermarket you relied on the supermarket for everything and now that that supply has been fucked over and, and it's just gonna cause a giant disruption in all of life in general and that's gonna wipe out a lot of these populations where someone living in these quote-unquote simple lives life's gonna move on man like nothing ever happened bro this is it this is it slight <laughs> inconvenience for a couple of days oh we can't go down that part because it's all sheared away with the earthquake okay we'll just go around the corner and you know we'll hunt down there or something or we'll, yeah. we'll go to the other stream and get the water you know yeah, yeah. they'll find a way but see we we've been we life has been made so easy for us that we've essentially become pussified uh i don't know if that's a legitimate word but we're gonna roll with it uh where we don't know sometimes we need to touch back with our ancestral roots mm -hmm. and how they got because of their sacrifices because of their ways of lives we are currently here and we're fucking it up man uh we're fucking it up and in large again in large part because of these elites yeah the propaganda, mm -hmm. the brainwashing, mm. all that shit. Hey, and so easy. at what cost? You remember growing up, um, 
in the eighties and all the bottles at the store were made out of glass and not plastic. I do remember that, yeah. Like even it, the, the Cokes. And... Everything was glass, right? And yeah. in England, I don't know if it was the same in America, but in England, we could take the bottles back as, uh, you know, as, you know, as children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And get like two pence or some shit, you know yeah. what I mean? That was in Mexico a lot. They did that in Mexico. They didn't really do that here in the in the States. That was mostly whenever I would go to Mexico, they did exactly that. You would take back your empty bottle. Yeah. And you get a new one. And uh, yeah, you get somewhat, somewhat of a discount. This is it. This is it. I, now, I remember that. All of a sudden, and even even down to the, the the produce and stuff, man, everything was seasonal. So you know, you know, oh well, okay, it's the season for flipping tangerines or nectarines, for instance. You know, oh, it's this grape season, and you'd eat your grape and and you'd spit the seed out. Remember them days? Yeah, 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 yeah. Fast forward yeah, to twenty twenty one, and where where do you go to get seeds with grapes in them now? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you can't, man, unless you go to a, you know, a a mom and pops yes. farm shop or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah, it, it's it's all this convenient shit, man. Uh, I I remember when when I used to do firefighting, I was up in the mountains and we were fighting fires deep in Idaho, and my fire chief's like, "Dude, look by your feet," and I saw these little red things tiny tiny little red things and i he's like those are strawberries those are the real wild mountain strawberry like no fucking way and i look oh shit they are strawberries i took a couple of them put them in my mouth they were so fucking juicy man so delicious and the shit the strawberries quote unquote you see in your (laughs) produce market whatever they're all injected with all these goddamn hormones and they're blown up yes these huge things Mm -hmm. when naturally speaking they're tiny little things man yeah and uh but a lot of times we never do we never bother to research this shit we just it's a convenience it's all it comes down to convenience it's an inconvenience to do the legwork to do the research so i'm not gonna bother with it and i'm gonna go with this shit yeah but it's all gonna come at a price man we're all paying for it we we are we really are as as i've highlighted with the glass thing that means like as soon as i started bringing this bottled water shit in and promoting that and like at that point in the 80s the only thing you had was like your your bottles or your aluminum no it wasn't even aluminum then it was tin cans you know of your coke and your your pepsis and all that kind of stuff and then all of a sudden they started you know you had your perrier water as well which was in a bottle and then all of a sudden, you just started to promote water in 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 two in a liter bottle and stuff. And you're thinking mm. water, you know. And, and as a child, you know, I'm thinking, well, water comes out the tap, right? You know, and, you know. I I grew up in a quote unquote ghetto as well, so we used to drink shit from the fucking the faucet, man. <laughs> you know. Yeah, so, you'd be a kid out of, right out of the hose. This is it. It's like, you know, this is water. It's free, you know. You know, obviously, I didn't know at the time that you had to pay for the fucking water and shit, you know, in the form of taxation. But, um, you know, I'm thinking, why would you go to a shop and yeah. buy bottled water? I just couldn't get it in my head. I couldn't get it in my head. But now as I'm older, it's obviously bad in regards to the, the plastic, the additional plastic that's being used for all these convenient products. But... I'm for sure not drinking out no damn fucking tap with all the chemicals and, and fluoride that's in the water. There's no way on earth. Yeah. 
<sighs> where are we going? Where are we going, man? It's it's uh, yeah. Wow. Look. Well, what's the end result? <laughs> death potentially if, if we don't, you know, if we, death for not all, just us but for the planet and everything, for the species, man. yeah. Life as we know it. Mm. Yeah, man, it's 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 definitely fascinating. And shit, man, I'm I'm gonna have to get going. I'm gonna go to the beach for a couple hours, man. It's yes, noon. Yes, but, dude, I definitely want to do this again, man. And and if I would love to put this conversation on my podcast yeah, man. as well. I'll, I'll throw that across as well. Before you go, Weezy White, throw uh, all all of your um the ways people consume your your content and any social media you got as well. Well, ideally, I would love everyone to follow me on my podcast uh, platform. Uh, just search the What Is Truth podcast, and uh, hosted by Weezy. So there's other ones, but none of them have the robust effectiveness of the What Is Truth podcast by Weezy. <laughs> <laughs> you can also find me on YouTube. I got a 4,500 uh, subs on one channel. I made a backup channel, almost has a thousand on that one. Um, I. Uh, so just search what is truth uh the what is truth podcast should be one of the first results maybe the only result that pops up on youtube however i want people to follow me more on my podcast because i could get taken down at any time um and so i'm i'm being cautiously optimistic on that platform um i also have the daddy gate podcast that i do with uh chancer and myself and we we break down Sean Atwood. Sean Atwood is a freaking fraud. He's a shill. He is not in the community of truth. He's a bullshitter. And we have exposed him for the bullshit that he is. And that's what that channel focuses on. So if you are interested in that, definitely check me out there. Uh, Twitter, Wheezy Truth. So just search Wheezy Truth on Twitter. I don't really use Twitter, but uh, you can find me there. Talk some shit. And uh, yeah find me there and just hear me go crazy you probably heard a little glimpse of me <laughs> what you heard on this podcast i'm sure my man <laughs> the noble one can attest that Most this definitely. is me all the time 24 7 jacked up on energy this is well look, look, at the moment we just got a little ski taste for this build we just got a little ski taste of wheezy you know, when we get to those six hour plus builds that he does on, on the old YouTube and stuff, you know, we start to, to, to see a little bit more and stuff. So definitely recommend if you're not, if you're just new to, uh, to Weezy What Is Truth podcast, definitely go over there and subscribe and consume some of this material. Um, very interesting, very conversational like, so I think you'll like it. Um, and yeah, Twitter wise, you know what to do. Like, comment, subscribe, and most definitely share. That I was odd If I told you I looked in the mirror And hypnotised myself Into perceiving I was God You're in the standing Of your own divinity Got abused in church Genesis 9.25 They tried to use the verse To tell you you were cursed Personification of the universe What I'm attempting to encapsulate In this unique verse Is you and I verse all We don't need new sneakers Or the new FIFA We need new leaders and I don't mean Obama or the pastor, the Imam or Sean Carter I'm talking to you fathers more than marijuana farmers Getting bananas with your llamas, always getting into dramas Disrespecting our partners, the kids are left in the darkness And no one's left to lead the way And they ain't sure who mum loves more, weave or rapes As I blow a smoke ring, I sit my E&J I wonder if we never lost pain
pack where we be today I know it hurts but it's real First they work in the kills And those rappers spitting verses in a skirt and some ills But all the real niggas get murdered and killed I'm sending out an SOS, this is an urgent appeal We need more focused soldiers, too many culture vultures Witnesses with no credit trying to call Jehovah the revolution Will not be televised, get off your damn sofa Be more than a dag folder and study that Sankofa It's gully where man knows the truth about his ancestors' legacy Carried on his damn shoulder, identified him more with UBP Than he can Sosa, but he's got his swam and couple man in a Land Rover With a plan for a couple grands, that's a mad road son You'll be sitting in the can if the plan goes wrong And it will, could have set us up to fail Getting in and out of cells like we can't get enough of jail No peace in the streets, it's just another hell But mum's heart still broke when they ain't give my brother bell This ain't a stupid cartoon, they're shooting harpoons At us young tootin' car moves, look at our wounds They will Malachi, your cue to silence the truth Mumia Abu Jamal, you for life figure views Fluoride to calcify the third eye of the youth And leave them blind and confused, smart lies in the news Dirty like the junkie in the park, lighting a spoon Do you know the truth about the dark side of the moon? Let's go to NASA and ask them Who's Jack Parsons, Stranger the John Carter versus Marvin the Black Martian? You know, when a man's got a crater on the moon named after him Alistair Crowley's brethren, you don't even know who that is Go ask NASA, they'll be giving you stuff like Avatar and E.T. and all this rubbish They ain't telling you what's really popping, think you're in the know Got your eyes wide shut We should run up in the Vatican Gats blasting but you mango munching Coons are too busy tap Dancing and laughing Asking for chances And meager advances An elitist and heartless system Defeat is the harvest It's like you sow With your soul But what you're reaping is garbage Most of you are brainwashed by television So you switch your brains off While Jedi's spitting Yeah he's real but your dying is still realer I'm seven, the red pill dealer, slanging reality raps about these alleys and flats, no fantasy fronting, trying to bring reality back. Fuck boys keep screaming about carrying straps and handling crap, but none of them can actually rap. Turn on the mixtape, all I hear is yappity yap, I'm getting cash in the trap. Blah blah, something about grabbing my cat. I'm more genocidal, anti Nubian propaganda. From my mouth of a bean, perceived as a proper gangster, but I just see a proper wankster. And even though he sells, he's just an anchor Smoke and mirrors, illusion for the camera Look how many false prophets infiltrated since the Panthers I hit the steam room and meditate on blocking chakras Astral projected by repeating forgotten mantras Quantum leap into the past life of Gaspar Ganga No crabs in my bucket but both my dogs are cancer When I die don't cry, the smoke a box of ganja Throw my CD on the stereo and drop some bangers One last time, turn it high, let me speak to the masses Listen to every song I wrote, while you sheesh in my ashes Give my son my Lyric book and let him read from a passage I'm a believer in magic And in every bar I cast a spell To free your minds from this darkened cell Grant you bell, liberate your soul and break your heart from jail I know you feel your dogs are real They food gazy So good sometimes it's hard to tell But I can see the star trapped in the heart of a trap star It's different from a star rapping about trapping but lacks heart The world gets deceived but the media easy Give us free is what I scream at the TV Hylographic subtitles when I dream it's with Ely Feeling like the seed of a fiend all I know is there's lessons that I'm yet to learn Tables that I'm yet to turn Bridges that I'm yet to burn Stripes that I'm yet to earn Still on the battlefield, feeling like a veteran They're trying to trick you out your souls And you're letting them They're trying to trick you out your souls And you're letting them Triluminati